Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Welcome to episode 25 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's now time to catch them all with your host, I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Alolan Golem. And I'm Doug, also known as Ikibuli, and I'm Team Alolan Muck. My phone is now ringing. I don't know who that is. Remember, folks, when you do a podcast, make sure your phones are on silent. As long as you... <laughs> oh, ooh, oh, ooh. And make sure that your AC unit is off and mine isn't, so give me one second. Ah! <laughs> the question is, do I leave this in or do I just... Yeah, I think I might leave this in. I don't know. It's always fun. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to leave this in because you know what, kids? We are professionals. We are professionals, but sometimes it's fun to see what goes on behind the podcast. To listen to the show, you can find us on 4RideRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guide, Pod Directory, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player.fm, or Player FM. I still don't know which way is the correct way. If you know, please let me know. And Google Play Music. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Doug. Hello. We are back with another fantastic episode of Pokemon Nonsense. (laughs) Is it nonsense? (laughs) I don't know. I I, I wasn't sure where I was going with that sentence. Uh, Sometimes I just speak before I actually think. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, it happens. It, it does. Uh, so before we get into all the fun and fantastic news, because I know we actually have quite a bit of news, uh, Pokemon Go related at least, what have you been up to, Doug? Uh, just like generally, uh, yeah. all kinds of things. I've been living, breathing oxygen, drinking water, eating food, sleeping sometimes, but not a whole lot. Um, I woke up today. It was great. But mostly, I was in Boston last week. <laughs> uh, I found a very cool park in Boston um, to play Pokemon Go. But was the park uh, since called I was Fenway? N- not that park, different oh. park. <laughs> um, that was a, a tougher area to get to because there was a game. So I did not go to Fenway this time. But I will definitely go to Boston again, and I will go to Boston or to Fenway next time. But no, I went to their commons and their community – or not community garden, public garden, Boston Gardens. I don't know. Whatever it's called. Um, and that was a nice place to, to hang out when the weather was nice. nice. But that's mostly all the Pokemon stuff I've done. I played a little bit more of Detective Pikachu on the plane. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's mostly what I've been up to. How's what you? your? Uh, oh. Actually, I didn't want to ask you. How's your? Uh, what's it called? The Nuzlocke going? Um, it's pretty much in stasis. I haven't played it in a while. Um, it's terrifying and it raises my blood pressure. So, <laughs> uh, I need to. Uh, I need to jump back into that just to like make sure my heart's still beating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't recently. 
Okay. <laughs> um, I've been watching on YouTube. Uh, there's these two YouTubers who do uh, a competition between mm-hmm. each other to see who can beat the game first by defeating the Elite Four first. Well, uh, they, to make it more challenging, it's a Nuzlocke, but it's also a randomized Nuzlocke where Yee. you don't know what you're going to get as your starter. It could be any three Pokemon. Yeah. You, all, all the Pokemon in the wild encounters are completely random, so you don't know what you're going to get. The items on the floor or whatever you get are randomized. Uh, your opponent's Pokemon are randomized. So it it's really interesting to watch, and I kind of want to do it myself, but I'm like, eh, no, at the same time, I don't know. Yeah. It's more fun to watch someone do it. Who made that? Because somebody had to have made that. I know it's like a uh, emulator. Yeah. ROM thing that they got going on so mod situation yeah they just kind of you know changed the code a little bit but it's fun to watch between these two people like you don't know what they're going to get what they're going to catch um how far they'll get like one guy got like a reggie gigas as like a starter (laughs) that's weird (laughs) yeah like they were doing like a platinum versus pearl and the one guy got a reggie gigas as a starter the other one got a gold duck Um, (laughs) so strange Oh yeah, it's it, but it's really cool to watch because you don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, uh, they did a gold and silver, and when the guy got to the shiny Gyarados, instead of a shiny Gyarados, it was a shiny Charizard. <laughs> That's so. Is was it shiny as a result of already being a shiny, or was that a total coincidence? I don't know. Um, uh, because it's programmed to whatever that Pokemon is to be a shiny. Gotcha. Okay, so. It could have been any. It could have been a shiny Weedle for all we know. Yeah. Wow, huh? That's terrifying. Yeah. And again, it's a Nuzlocke, so you can only capture the first Pokemon in your area. Mm-hmm. So again, you don't know what you're going to get. One guy got a Mew. Uh, it, it's completely random. <laughs> but cool. At the same time. I, I, I don't know what else to say about. It. But. Uh, back to your question about what I've been up to. Um, yeah. I've started my own little challenge in uh, my Alpha Sapphire. I am doing a only use one Pokemon the entire game. Ah, yes. So I started with Trico. And let's see here. I just beat the third gym, and I already have the final evolution. Nice, nice, nice. Because that's the only Pokemon I'm using, so that's the only one that's getting all the experience points. Right, so it's easier. Well, not necessarily easier, but quicker to level up because it's the only thing. Exactly. But now the next gym is a fire gym. Ha, <laughs> uh, my, my Trico does know a rock move, so I'm hoping to use that against the fire. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that'll help. We'll see what happens. See what else, but I mean, I think that's probably gonna be like the biggest challenge right there is gonna be the fire gym, and then afterwards, everything else will be a little bit easier, yeah. Uh, but not much else is new. I mean, uh, I mean, there has been some Pokemon Go stuff I've been playing a lot lately. Uh, uh, might as well get into the Pokemon Go news and I'll discuss all the stuff I've been doing with that, sure. Uh, so let's see, last time we recorded, uh, the Kanto event hadn't even started yet. The Kanto event was so good. It was. I'll be honest. Like I was afraid it was going to be so boring and I wouldn't know what to do. But like, it was good. It was I really still good. need one more normal Kanto type that's not a regional variant or a legendary, and that is 
Hitmonchan. Sure. I came close to finding one. We had just gotten out of a uh, Marvel Live event um, at the arena here. Yeah. And when we got it out, I saw that there was a Hitmonchan somewhere nearby. But (laughs) starving. And I wasn't going to pay like five bucks for a cup of French fries. Because, you know, they (laughs) charge outrageous. And we're going to a pizza place. So we were starving. And I was like, uh, forget the Hitmonchan. I will just go back and get it later. Or I'll find another one later on. Unfortunately, I did not. Bummer. Yeah. But I got still got like a ton of gaslies, a ton of McChops. Like this event was really good. Yeah, I was able to fill in a lot of gaps because I still had a lot of gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was able to, um, I don't know, just get a butt ton of candy and level mm-hmm. up as a result of that. And it was, I don't know, it was really, really good. I, I loved see. it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what was it? Um, it was double the candy, which was the best part, honestly, in my opinion. Oh, so good. It helped. Like, I got, I think by the end of the event, I had over 800 Magikarp candies. Yes. Which I needed because, like, I have to do an evolution of a Magikarp into a Gyarados for the Mew quest. Mm-hmm. And I had been holding off just for a super strong Magikarp or a shiny Magikarp. And so I finally got a really nice Magikarp. And evolved that. So now I have a nice Gyarados. I just got to level up some more. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Still no shiny Magikarp, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I never got one of those either. Now, did you take part in the uh, Community Day event? That Heck happened? yeah, I did. I got, like, I think something like, what, a hundred and some Mareep and then, like, a thousand candy. And it was just, like, ridiculous. Nice. Now, how many <laughs> shinies did you get? I got uh, a bunch of shiny, so I don't know exactly how many I ended up with, but I there's maybe like five or six total, and so I have a shiny nice. version of everything. Nice. Yeah, it was very nice. I went to my local park to go hunting for them, and it was raining at first, which was great. So I got like all the weather boosted stuff and everything, but then yeah. it decided to stop raining, and then they, they disappeared in the game. So I kind of sucked, but I caught two shinies on my. Uh, trip around the park and then as i'm leaving like i'm in my car driving and i'm at a red light i just happened to click on one and it happened to be my third shiny and i was super happy because <laughs> i nice. wanted at least three shinies so i have one of each evolution right and that uh third shiny ended up being the strongest one out of all three so that was oh, actually nice. cool. that's yeah. awesome yeah. and i was able to add amphros to my pokedex which was even better <laughs> of course yeah, that was the big highlight of that whole thing. And then, like, a week after the Kanto event ended, a new event started for mm-hmm. Earth Day, which I didn't think they were going to do. But I'm quite happy that they did because the event gave us double Stardust. Yes, lots of Stardust. Which I need Stardust because <laughs> now I'm actually getting into the whole leveling, uh, powering up your Pokemon for battles and raids mm-hmm. and stuff. So. I want the best that I have. And it was just so much fun. Like, there were so many Whale Lords, so many Magikarps, a few <laughs> more Feebasses. Um, I'm sorry, not Whale Lords, Whale Murs. Yeah. And I was able to evolve my Whale Mur into a Whale Lord, which is even better. Awesome. I finally got a Feebas, but just the one. Still uh, working on my Whale Lord. <laughs> yeah. 
Also found quite a few Tyranitards in this event, which was quite nice. Oh, nice. Very cool. Or not Tyranitards. I'm sorry. Wow. I, I'm drawing blanks today, folks. Uh, I do apologize. <laughs> it's recording this, if that gives you any idea. I've had a long day. Uh, but Larvitars. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, found quite a few of those. Caught them. Now, the event was to make it so grass, ground, and water types were more common. Mm-hmm. I did not see a single barboach, which is water and ground. You would think mm. that would be one of the most common types to show up. Yeah, that might have just been like regional because I did see a decent amount of those. Hmm. But I'm also right next to a river, so. I live right next to a beach. I don't know what to tell you then. Mm. I do think those are probably considered different environments within the game, though. A beach maybe. and a river. Eh, maybe, yeah. I mean, I have seen barboach around. Not nearly mm-hmm. as much as I'd like to. But I was hoping to see more of them during this event. I didn't see a single one. Hmm. Very strange. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, though. I am sick and tired of seeing Rhyhorns. <laughs> no, I'm fine with it. I'm going to catch all the Rhyhorn because at some point I'm going to need those. Well, yeah, for Rhyperior. But I've already got enough candy, so I'm set there. I, I don't think I do um, because they pretty much never appeared outside of that event. Mm. Gotcha. So this is my opportunity. Let's see. Also managed to get a Sharpedo. That was quite cool. And a uh, Clay Doll. Yeah, I did finally get a Clay Doll. I don't think I have a Sharpedo yet. I'm like right on the edge. Mm. Almost there. Let's see. Um, about 10 candies away from a Blaziken. Nice. And also, today, uh, shortly before this recording, I finally caught Mew. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Very interesting capture. Basically, you have to have the AR on for it. Oh, that's weird. But um, when you go to throw your Pokeballs, it doesn't waste any of your Pokeballs. Mm -hmm. But you can't use any candy either. It's just like an instant... um... Or it doesn't waste any, but is it instant capture? It's not instant capture. Like, I had to okay. throw a few to catch it. Gotcha. But it doesn't waste any of your Pokeballs, and but it doesn't let you use any candy, so I couldn't double up on the candy. But the reward for capturing it is, like, 20 candies. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not too, too bad. I'm still maybe, like, two stamps away from it, I think. Ah. Uh. Um, oh, speaking of the stamps, uh, Zapdos started today as well. I thought, oh, time zone stuff, huh? No, it started uh, uh, same time for everyone. It started at 1 p.m. Uh, Western Standard Time. So, oh, I thought it was May 1st. I must have just read the wrong thing. Oh, it is May 1st. Again, folks, well, it will have started by the time this episode's out. So. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's been a long day for me. My day started off with my roommate forgetting to close the fridge door all the way. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I went to go have a bagel this morning, my butter was completely melted and my milk was completely bad. Ugh, ugh, I, yeah, gross. It, it's been a long day. So, yeah. Um, so I think that's about it. Pokemon Go news. Um, yeah. I don't. Uh, next community day though is a Charmander, so get ready for that, folks. Yes, get some shiny Charmander action going on. Yes, I know everyone's super stoked for this because they'll finally get a black Charizard, which is 
Cool. I'm excited for that. I like to call it um, 95% gray Charizard. (laughs) Anyone who's ever used Photoshop, you understand my joke. If not, basically you can choose different types of gray. And I always go for like a 95% gray because it's like almost black, but not not fully black. And it just looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. Subtle. Exactly. Sleek. Yes. Yeah, uh, new packs of Pokemon cards should be coming out sometime this month, so look forward to that, my wallet. <laughs> what is the, um, what's the series? Is it the one that I, I saw recently where they're um, re-releasing stuff, or is this one prior to that? No, 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 um, that's stuff that you saw, um, that's right now going on in Japan, so that might be a while. Okay, gotcha. Um, but it does look like that they're, now, for those who don't know what we're talking about, it looks like that they are going to be re-releasing cards from the uh, Neo, uh, which was basically gold and silver Johto Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually am super stoked for that. Because I, I think that was like right around about the last packs of cards I ever got before I stopped. Yeah, that's probably about when I stopped buying cards as well, if I had to guess. Yeah. It's been so long ago, it's hard to remember. <laughs> But I want to say it's called Forbidden Light. This the one that's, that's uh, about to come, come out? out? Yeah. Is it? Is there anything sort of like special or characteristic about it? Or is it just kind of an expansion? Just another expansion pack set. Nothing really special that I can tell so far. But, eh, it's more cards. <laughs> Actually, We're very excited. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. Uh, the one thing it does have is Ultra Necrozma. Okay. Yeah, that I think that's the big thing is it's got Ultra Necrozma in it. Finally, so that's sort of their like mascot of this expansion. Yes, that's exactly that makes sense. what it is. Yes. Nice. Um, uh, anime news, though they finally hit their one thousandth episode. Blah, I can't. Yeah, they did. Um, now. It's completely different from what Japan's 1000th episode was. But I think the way America got it, it worked out perfectly. Um, Spoiler alert for any of those who don't know. But if you've ever played the Sun and Moon games, you already know. This is actually the episode where Kakui gets married. Whoa! So, I think that's actually a pretty good 1000th episode. Yeah, why not? Celebrate with a wedding. Exactly. Uh, I have been watching the new series. I am digging it so far. I love the new theme song. It's actually really cool and really catchy. I haven't heard it yet, but I will have to check that out. Do you want me to play it right now? Uh, I mean, if you want to. (laughs) I I can always listen to it later. (laughs) Now, I just do it now because we can. There you go. But for the 1000th episode, uh, Pokemon's YouTube channel leading up has actually been playing every single theme song from every season. Yes, and if you haven't seen that or heard that, um, we've been retweeting them as they happen, pretty much. Yes, because uh, it's actually really cool. They put they grouped them all together by region mm-hmm. or generation, however you want to call it, because technically Orange Islands and Kanto went together. So by each generation, and I don't know. It kind of just brought me down uh, nostalgia lane a little bit, just listening to everything. 
Yeah, I, uh, I'll, 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 I'll have to listen to all of them. Um, but I, there, there are series that I never watched, so I won't quite get that same, same sort of nostalgia, but, um, they, they make good music. So it's not like it'll be, you know, unenjoyable. (laughs) It'll still get me pumped. Yeah. All right, here we go. Is that the theme song? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I like that, but I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, I'm sure it sounds uh, better than more times. the microphone. It's not very, um, at least through that, it, it wasn't very much of like a pump-up jam. No, it's not, but it still somehow fits the theme a little. Yeah. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch it with the intro and everything, because typically what I'm looking for is, like, something that's going to pump me up. That's why I like, uh, like the original Johto theme so much. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, on the original soundtrack, the stuff that I like is the stuff that tends to be higher, higher oh, yeah. energy or quicker or whatever. So why do you think I'll, give I it picked, a, I'll give it a shot. Why do you think I picked the, uh, 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 the hero song from X and Y as our background music for <laughs> the epic battle we were in? Heck During the yeah. Episode. <laughs> Heck yeah. It's like fine wine. Name that movie. Probably many. Uh, I was looking for Atlantis. There you go. Atlantis, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> if Milo were a Pokemon trainer, or rather, if Milo were a Pokemon professor, what Pokemon would he have? Um, I think it would be a fossil Pokemon. Yeah, probably. That would make sense. So, probably just a, like a fossil Pokemon enthusiast. I would go with like maybe like Omanyte or Amistar maybe. Yeah. Maybe even more than that. Maybe a bunch. But the water yeah. ones do make sense. Yeah. So I, I could see uh, Tortuga. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, definitely. See, that should be an episode we do. Disney characters and what Pokemon that they would have. All right, I'll get to work on it. All right, cool. (laughs) Get ready, everybody. It's an episode to look forward to. It's going to be lit. (laughs) It's going to be Litwick. I love how you go with Litwick and I go with Litten. Great stuff. So, um, I know you... uh, I know I told you about this before, but my... uh, Local, um, I guess, I don't know, I don't know how to say local, but um, basically there's a nerd night trivia once a month yeah. thing going on in my area. Yeah. I just took part in one last month. It was Marvel versus DC, and I dominated like I should. <laughs> yeah, you know, they nice. had some tough questions. Like, one category was which actor has been in this Marvel movie and this DC movie and you got to name the actor or actress. Yeah. yeah like, like one was like Rise uh, of the Silver Surfer and Man of Steel. Dang. They weren't yeah, messing it was, around. 
Lawrence Fishburne because he did the voice of Silver Surfer mm-hmm. and he played Perry White in Man of Steel. Yeah. So they come up with some really tough questions. And this upcoming month, or this month here, and when you're listening to this, the month of May, is Pokemon Night. And I am super excited for it. I'm glad you're doing it, not me, because I don't think I would actually do very good. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know. Like they, they come out, out of, of the woodwork with some really crazy questions, so I'm super stoked. I contacted them about being a uh, just like a sponsor or something like that, and mm-hmm. they said that they'd send over the form, but I think they kind of forgot. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, but then, of course, I started thinking, I'm like, I don't know if they'd let me play or not if I'm a sponsor. Yeah, they might not. I mean, I could see them saying no just for the sake of yeah. keeping everything looking squeaky clean. Yeah. I mean, I would probably still go and just kind of play. And even mm-hmm. if I won, I'd be like, all right, just give it a second place, whatever. I don't care. I just wanted to prove my knowledge <laughs> that I am better than the rest of you people. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make me a bad person? Yes. But I don't care. <laughs> uh, but... I think that's about all new stuff. Um, I guess next up would be the main part of this episode where we talk about three episodes of Sun and Moon. That's right, folks. We're bringing this back finally. Now, these three episodes (laughs) aired back in June of last year. So it's been a little bit, almost a whole year for me since I've seen it. Doug, you watched them today, correct? Yeah, I watched them today, um, and I had watched pretty much everything up to it um, in the background for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really funny because I almost texted you and said, like, are you sure these are the episodes we're talking about? Because I've forgotten so much. Mm. <laughs> it's like, did I watch this episode? I don't remember this episode at all. Um, but I did. I did, guys. I definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, you can finally watch the Sun and Moon episodes on Netflix. They have mm-hmm. the first. 43 episodes, I believe. I actually went back and rewatched the last two, which is where Ash goes back to Kanto. Nice. Because when I had watched it, it was in low definition on YouTube, basically. Right. And, and this show deserves to be watched in HD. Oh, so much better. There was actually stuff I caught that I missed mm-hmm. in the first round. Uh, let's just put it this way. The Squirtle Squad makes a guest, a cameo appearance. Mm-hmm. That I missed. So soup. I was like, sweet. But for right now, uh, before we get to episode 42 and 43, we've got episode 13. 13! Which I loved this episode. I actually liked all three of these episodes, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about them. Oh, yeah. So 13, first off, it's a race episode. Yes. And I had flashbacks to the Ponytot episode in Kanto for this. Yes! One. More Pokemon racing. Yes. So here's the blurb for this provided to us by Bulbapedia. Ash and Pikachu decide to join the Pokemon Pancake Race. The price of a year's supply of free pancake catches Team Rocket's interest, and Meowth builds a robot that looks like Beware to enter the race. Nina, the defending champion, is competing with her Alolan Raichu, who quickly strikes up a rivalry with Pikachu. Near the finish line, Pikachu and Raichu are neck and neck when Meowth's robot comes blazing through. But then the real Beware shows up to carry Team Rocket off. Principal Oak, uh, Principal Oak's Kolamala, Komala, 
Yeah, is a surprise winner, <laughs> and our heroes are in for another surprise when Lily's egg hatches into a snowy Alolan Vulpix. Yes. So, great episode. Um, I'm trying to remember a lot of it, but the Kamala <laughs> just racing, I remember, was very hit funny. Yeah, I really, really like episodes like this. Not necessarily only race um, ones, but anything where they're getting the opportunity to show a lot of different Pokemon completing the same task because they have to get really creative about how they're doing it, right? So obviously Alolan Raichu is surfing. Pikachu has pancakes on his back. You know, Mm -hmm. Komala is doing this weird thing where he's like sleep rolling and somehow the pancakes are just like bouncing on top of him. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really like that. I think it's fun to see different Pokemon accomplishing the same task in different ways because they're all different and it's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) We do see like all the classmates participate in this race. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the way that the race is sort of set up is in, I guess three legs kind of where the first leg is the trainer carrying a stack of pancakes. The Mm -hmm. second leg is the Pokemon carrying the pancakes, but the trainer is pulling them in a wagon. And then the third leg is Pokemon only. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, each classmate has their sort of signature partner helping out. So we see Bounsweet, we see Poplio, Mm -hmm. Turtonator. Turtonator, Pokemaru, yeah, all all those those fun fun guys. Now, if I remember correctly, uh, Kiawe had a little trouble with the polling section. Yeah, yeah. So Kiawe had struggles pulling Turtonator up a hill, which makes sense because Turtonator's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because there's different. You know, you kind of have to take into consideration different strategies. Pikachu is tiny, so he's holding this enormous plate of pancakes, and it's a bit more um, precarious. Uh, but he's easy to pull in a wagon. But, you know, mm-hmm. Turtonator has no trouble carrying pancakes, but how are you going to pull him up a hill, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so we see Kiawe knocked out there. We see um, Sophocles knocked out on, like, a balancing beam, um, to which, you know, Togedemaru is very upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and all kinds of different ways people get knocked out of the race. Again, it's been a, almost a full year for me, so I'm like trying to pull back from memory. I should have probably watched these episodes leading up to it, but <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I completely forgot about this until I saw your tweet this morning about how, oh, yeah, I also got to catch up. I also got to watch three episodes of Pokemon. <laughs> That's okay. I just watched them like uh, two hours ago, so yeah, we're good. Um, yeah. We also, you mentioned, you know, James is is racing as a trainer, but instead of using a Pokemon, he has Meowth and Wobbuffet mm-hmm. inside of this robot Beware. But mm-hmm. also, J- uh, Jessie's racing, and Jessie uses her Mimikyu, um, which is her sort of Alolan partner, to race. Problem being that when Mimikyu sees Pikachu in pretty much any circumstance... Um, it gets angry and tries to attack. So it actually ends up sort of disqualifying itself because you're not allowed to use Pokemon moves to attack other racers, and mm-hmm. Mimikyu can't help itself. So it takes out itself, Bounce Sweep, and Poplio in one fell swoop, mm-hmm. um, leaving very few people left in the race <laughs> Yeah, now uh, to fight it out. Now, if I had to take a guess as to your favorite part, it would probably be the Alolan Mucks showing up to eat the pancakes. Yes! Okay, so there's this really, really fantastic part where um, the humans, like just the trainers, when just they're carrying the pancakes, they have to go across a balance beam. This is where Sophocles gets knocked off. Um, And in order to clean up the track, 
from all of the pancakes that fell on the ground, a bunch of Alolan muck come by and eat, a, like, eat all the dirty pancakes so that nothing goes to waste and the course stays clean. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff, right? Like you get to see Pokemon sort of in action exactly. um, and see how seems... they interact with the, with the everyday world and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Um, so anything else you want to say about the episode? Um, I mean, not really. I guess I was sort of bummed that Principal Oak won just because I don't like that character, like even a little. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy for Komawa, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's cute. I still think the Pokemon's actually the drum and not the actual koala. That's quite the theory. Yep. And I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> so, episode 14. Um, let's see here. Getting to know you. Getting to know you. Uh, don't worry. I'm not going to sing, folks. <laughs> All right. So, blurb, again, provided by Bulbapedia. Moments after Lily's Pokemon egg hatches into an ice-type Alolan Vulpix named Snowy, the egg that Professor Oak has been carrying for hatches into a fire-type Vulpix from Kanto. The whole class thinks Lily should be Snowy's trainer, and Snowy agrees. But Lily will have to get over her fear of touching Pokemon. As Lily introduces Snowy to the Malsada shop, Team Rocket swoops in to steal it. Snowy shows a fierce determination in battle, leaving the villains on slippery ground with a powder snow attack. When they battle back, Snowy goes flying, and Lily leaps to grab it without a second thought. And basically, Lily touches her Pokemon for the first time. Yeah, that's... um, I like this episode a lot, because I think it was um, the type of episode that, that... pushes a character forward and introduces a Pokemon at the same time. So I like that. I mean, any episode where we're getting most episodes are like this, where you get a new Pokemon, but they did a really good job of having that egg hatch in the previous episode. So there wasn't all this sort of like build up and exposition in this episode. They just sort of dive right into it. Um, That description pretty much covers everything that happens, but I do (laughs) still like it. You know, I still like this episode um, a whole lot. It's fun mm-hmm. seeing like a new Pokemon try to interact with other Pokemon because it's never met other Pokemon. So mm-hmm. Snowy, which is Lily's Alolan Vulpix, is like standoffish at first and like mm-hmm. doesn't want to interact with the other Pokemon. Um, but there's apparently another Vulpix that Principal Oak has that. Well, that egg was the one know. that Ash and his mom brought in the beginning of the show. Yeah, um, which is a fun coincidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They hatched on the same day, which doesn't normally happen, they said. What are the odds? I don't know. Let's ask the writers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a cute episode. I mean, I would almost say this episode and last episode are kind of connected just because of that ending of last episode. Yeah, it's like a incidental two-parter, mm-hmm. you know? Which uh, I think I do- for an egg is a good idea because we already saw that two-parter egg story. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of just doing it over again, mm-hmm. they kind of had it as a, a, a side thing um, that was yeah. happening. Um, I do like how at the end of it, uh, Togedemaru runs up to Lily and touches her leg. Yes, and Lily like cannot handle it. Yeah, um, so it's like, okay, just snowy so far. <laughs> yeah, which is, I think, good. You know, like, not that we're necessarily, like, expecting, you know, uh, Emmy-winning writing from 
you know, Pokemon, the TV show or anything, but it does make a lot of sense that Lily isn't going to just suddenly be cool with, you know, every Pokemon. Like, no, she's cool with the one that she helped raise and she just saved it. And it's going to take a little bit more time before she's cool with everybody's, uh, everybody's Pokemon partners. So I thought that was funny. Provided a good moment. Plus, dude, how dramatic is it that like Lily basically jumped off a building to save her Vulpix, oh, and so then like cool. just in the nick of time, oh, Ash yeah. comes by with his Rowlet and is like, "Yo, dude, save them." And Rowlet's like, "I." I, I gotta say, I think uh, definitely good character development for Lily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew it had to happen eventually, oh, right? Because, yeah. like, we know where this story is at least sort of going. Mm-hmm. And so Lily couldn't just this entire time be constantly afraid. I mean, her character's definitely different in the show than than in the game, but it's got to come oh, yeah. together and converge at some point. All right. Episode 15. Rocking Clawmark Hill. So the blurb for this episode is... Ash and Professor Kukui find the wild rock ruff who lives with them limping home, covered in scratches and burns, completely exhausted. The next night, they follow it to Clawmark Hill, where two lichen rock keep watch over the wild Pokemon who come together to battle and train. Rock ruff battles a fearsome magmar, but is defeated, and Ash offers to help it learn a new move, Rock Throw. After some serious training with Ash and Pikachu, Rock Ruff returns to challenge Magmar to a rematch. And this time, it wins. After seeing how well Ash and Rock Ruff work together, Professor Kakui encourages him to catch it. And both Pikachu and Rock Ruff enthusiastically agree. So unlike the last episode, this blurb leaves out a ton. <laughs> <laughs> because most of this episode... It, well, there's two main parts to this episode, right? There's the figuring out what's going on with Rock Ruff. So you get to see the introductory scene of this basically like Pokemon Fight Club. Yes, that, that's <laughs> but, exactly what I thought too. Yeah, like Kukui and Ash. Well, Ash wants to like interject, but Kukui's like, no, 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 no. Like, let them do their thing. Um, like, we shouldn't interject. So, like, you know, first rule of Pokemon Fight Club is don't talk about Pokemon Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second part of the episode is very much. Ash training Rock Ruff, um, which I have a mm-hmm. lot to say about. All right. I didn't know if you had anything. So um, basically, <laughs> like, I, feel, I didn't want to talk the whole time, but I will. Um, oh, no, 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 go ahead. I think what's really interesting about this episode is the fact that Ash is sort of the one to train Rock Ruff is cool and confusing all at the same time because every once in a while we get these moments where – Ash is sort of this like idiot savant, right? Like he's really good. At, yeah. He's really good at what he's, he's doing. And the end result is exactly what he said he was going to do, but nobody around him gets it or understands. So there's actually this really fantastic scene um, after he's been training with rock Ruff for quite a while where Ash is basically saying rock Ruff, like attack me with your rock throw, like just mm-hmm. do it. And so Ash is standing on one side of a training field Rock Ruff's on the other, and Ash is just sort of like egging him on, the Rock Ruff that is, and all of Ash's like classmates are standing by like, this seems like a terrible idea, um, and Ash just like takes a fu- like the full brunt of a rock throw, and everyone's just like, that seems stupid, um, and it's weird because we've talked about how 
one of the biggest things this show suffers from is it doesn't allow its regular characters to grow, like literally grow up. Um, and it never lashes, lashes, allows for Ash to grow as a character. But every once in a while you get an episode like this where it's like, no, Ash actually apparently knows what he's doing, even though he's at a school for kids learning about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So it was a cool episode to see, but it also ends up like not making that much sense, um, which I guess isn't new for, for Pokemon. But yeah. overall, it was enjoyable to watch, and it was fun to watch, so I still really liked it. Okay. Yeah, um, from what I remember, I love this episode. I mean, it was just cool seeing, you know, like the Pokemon Fight Club, basically, where Pokemon who don't have trainers but still want to level themselves up, basically, so that they can become stronger. Yeah, the the whole reason Rockrup ends up going there is because he wants to learn a new move. Like, he's trying to learn a move um, that he didn't know before, which is Rock Throw. Um, mm-hmm. And what's really kind of interesting is that the way this group sort of, like, is called together is two different Lycanroc that basically just, like, howl at night, and all the Pokemon mm-hmm. are like, yes, we will come to you and fight. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. And then, of course, like you said, at the end, you know, Ash and, and Rockruff end up becoming uh, partners because we learn at the beginning of the episode that Rockruff isn't actually Kakui's Pokemon partner. He just showed up one day um, and Kakui said, great, cool. You can stay with me. Mm-hmm. But that is how Ash is able to actually capture Rockruff. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at the plot of... Uh, basically on Bulbapedia so I can remember a little bit and I- I'm laughing at the fact that Ash basically confuses the crud out of Rotom yes yes absolutely this is very reminiscent of like whatever I don't remember very very well because I haven't seen all of X and Y but there's an episode mm-hmm. of X and Y where Ash is training his Halucha mm-hmm. and uh, everybody else is like this doesn't make sense like you can't just just be better at something because you want to. That's exactly who Rotom Dex is every mm-hmm. time Ash is like, but if we try hard enough, mm-hmm. uh, oh, this happened wait. in the Poplio episode too. I, I mean, I think it also happened when he was doing his battle against uh, uh, Hala. Probably. And like he had, he had like Pokemon at like a disadvantage to the fighting type. And yeah. Rotom Dex just didn't completely, just didn't understand anything. Well, and this is the thing is like, I don't understand quite why Pokemon does this as somewhat of a half measure, right? Mm -hmm. There are plenty of anime shows where like enthusiastic young boy, like wins through the power of heart or will or friendship, you know, Mm -hmm. and you have this moment where it's like, like, uh, they, they literally, like, fire up, you know? Like, they have anime effects yeah. of, like, yeah, because they have the will or they have the heart. <laughs> but Pokemon just sort of, like, half does that, and I don't understand why they don't just fully embrace it, you know? <laughs> like, just fully embrace it and have, have that happen. Not that I need literal, like, fire effects or anything, but, um, you know, it would be interesting if you had characters like Kukui or Oak or whatever, you know, mm. just... just throw in a line about how we don't know everything about Pokemon yet. And so, you know, maybe what Ash is talking about makes sense and we just don't get it yet. You know, like yeah. validate what's happening. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, three episodes of Sun and Moon uh, finally reviewed by mostly Doug and a little bit of Kyle.
<laughs> I, I'll put out the credit where the credit's due. I mean, you definitely know more just because you've watched it recently. Uh, probably the next three that we do, I'll try and watch again. Uh, don't remember what's next, but episode sixteen. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. <laughs> I learned how to count today too. <laughs> oh. Thanks. Oh, good episode. Good episode. Good episode. Okay, I'm just looking at what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 16, great episode. 17, ugh, that episode. And then 18. Okay. Yep, yeah, okay. So, the next three are good. Oh, uh, did you ever go to Target and get the. Uh, Raikou and Enta? Yeah, now that I. No, I was out of town pretty much the whole time that was going on. They don't have Targets in Boston? I'm sure they do. <laughs> but I didn't go to Boston to go to Target. <laughs> Wasn't really my goal. <laughs> I just say, having them at Target, it's fine, but don't make it just for only one week. Make it the whole month like you do at GameStop. Yeah, I can agree with that. So weird. Um... Yeah, so I think that's about it. I mean, if you want to do your little outro thingy, and we'll say goodbye to everyone and see them next time. Okie doke. We have said everything that there could ever be to say. So, thanks everyone for joining us on another adventure along... Adventure. Adventure. (laughs) We went on an adventure uh, along the Victory Road. So, for information on episodes and contests, or to give us feedback on the show... Be sure to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. And if there's anything in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about and you'd like to appear on the podcast, let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center or Target to beg for codes that they will not give us because we missed it. See you later. Bye. Check out www.4riderradio.com.